Hey guys, and welcome to the Rewired Life Podcast. Got myself, Adam here, and Coach Mike DeHan. We're going to have a conversation today uh, that's going to be primarily geared uh, around CrossFit HQ, the worldwide global fitness brand and business uh, that is under a whole lot of fire at the moment. Uh, so for those of you listening, um, I'm going to make the assumption that you are either a gym owner, uh, a CrossFit affiliate, a quote-unquote CrossFitter, uh, but in the fitness sphere where you're at least up to date uh, on some recent events, although we will recap them in this episode. Uh, but Mike and I's goal, honestly, um, is just to stay up to date, to be able to offer some insight, some feedback. Neither of us pretend to be experts. Uh, we also recognize that what we're going to talk about today is highly sensitive material. So I'm just going to be, I know for me personally, if I, if I say something wrong or incorrectly, I need to rewind myself real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about some pretty sensitive stuff. Um, but also I think this episode can offer some insight. I think it can offer some hope to the local affiliate as well as the local CrossFitter and, and really maybe kind of the outlook on what I think could likely happen from here. Um, but it's also going to cover up, you know, some sensitive topics. So we're just going to jump in. Uh, not sure how long this one is going to go, but it will not be over an hour because <laughs> Mike and I recently found out our podcast cuts off at 59 minutes and 59 seconds. And our last one we did together was like an hour and 27 minutes. And I swear the last 27 was like gold yeah, and it's all of it. gone forever. <laughs> so yeah, we're idiots, but we're learning. <laughs> yeah. So, Hey, uh, just going to jump right in. Mike, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for being a part of this, uh, initial gut reaction to what's happened in recent events with CrossFit HQ. Shocked, appalled, confused. Where are you kind of at just for initial gut? Oh man, that's such a tough question. So just in case somebody doesn't know, essentially Greg Glassman made a, a pretty off-color tweet um, regarding all of the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on right now. And uh, that was kind of like a concerning thing for people, but I think what really tipped it over is that a uh, CrossFit affiliate emailed him, I believe regarding this tweet, and... Prior to the tweet. Was it prior to the yep, tweet? prior okay, to the tweet. Prior to the tweet, but he basically told them that they are idiots <laughs> and they mean nothing to him. And this was one of, like, I think one of the original... CrossFit. Yeah, Alyssa from Rocket, which yeah. I think's like, Seattle area. Is it? Uh, I've met her just in passing, but, like... She's an OG. Yeah. Like one of the original affiliates. She's knows everybody on headquarters staff, like has been an outspoken member, has been well-respected. And like, yeah, I mean, it, I'd say that was a big part of the sequence of events. That was like right before Glassman's, you know, tweet or retweet, whatever yeah. you call it. Uh, and he was pretty vulgar in that. Yeah. You know, it, as was, well. it was quite unacceptable. It was an email that, I would never send yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. to anybody, yeah. let alone, you know, somebody who's been a big part of your business. Totally. Successful. Um, you know, that and then with a little little tip of racism on the tweet, you know, just yeah. kind of push people over the edge. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It's obviously quite appalling, especially as such a public figure to be yeah. doing something like that. But, I mean, I hate to say it, like, 
it's not really like that surprising because mm. sort of given the nature of what he's been you know how rash he's been on stuff in the past couple of years um you know it doesn't mean it's acceptable at all but at the same time i mean i don't think that there was anybody that after he did that was absolutely surprised <laughs> that's probably you know? true like that's probably true actually yeah I, I think a lot of people are just like like come on yeah you know and that was just yep you know as as the tension has been building amongst the crossfit community and some people have been de-affiliating and sort of going different directions this was the final push that a lot of people yeah. needed um you know now it's it's gotten to the point where you know after doing something like that with such a sensitive issue all of a sudden the the big names that really built the brand yeah once they're all leaving then i mean honestly he's killed his whole company with what was that like eight letters that he yeah, typed for in. real you know he's killed his yeah 100 plus million dollar company in yeah. 15 seconds yeah you know it's interesting i look at like the, the sequence of events to me, specifically to Glassman, because I think right now, like, there is a reality that there's a lot of misplaced anger where I'm angry at Greg Glassman for what he tweeted because yeah. I'm part of a global brand. We're still technically affiliated, right? We just have done it very loosely and on the back end when we rebranded from CrossFit Rewired to Rewired Fitness Co., but we're still technically an affiliate uh, for a few more months. And like, I think that that's part of it right now is like, from my perspective, I'd say honestly from the affiliate owner and those that are like pretty clued into the CrossFit scene, um, as far as like CrossFit headquarters goes, you could go all the way back to when Glassman started to really step in and changed he wanted to like separate the global wellness brand of crossfit from the crossfit games and that was kind of split the community of like some people being on board with that some people not but like it ruffled feathers so there's one pinpoint that started you know years ago i'm not saying that was a major one it had nothing to do with racism whatsoever it was just more of like and eh, that made some people unhappy well and then from like going back to that from a business perspective it actually kind of made sense, right? Totally. So he went to some of these events and he's it's like, why am I spending $5 million to put on like, you know, Latin American regionals? That might when, send one person to the might games. send one person to the <laughs> yeah. games. It doesn't even do very well. Right. Right. So, you know, that, that kind of made sense. And a yeah. lot of people actually came around to that idea. Yeah. But then a lot of the traditional CrossFitters and people who, you know, sort of had built business businesses around that. Totally. old model of like having the regional season and the yep. open and the games and all that all of a sudden i think they said well apparently we don't matter yep. to greg um and uh now with all this recent stuff that has been made very apparent that mm -hmm. you really don't matter yeah. to greg well and i think when that when that did happen uh i don't think that's i don't know if it's fair for me to say that that's necessarily where this all started but I think for a lot of people, what did happen then when Glassman, who single-handedly owns CrossFit, mm -hmm. one of the largest net worth companies in the world that's owned by a single individual, yeah. like 
He doesn't have a board. He doesn't have to answer to anybody. He can do what he wants. And I need to look up the stat for that because it's like shockingly high. I want to say it's in like yeah. the top 10 yeah. in the world comes owned by one person. And I, I don't know if the number's been given of what CrossFit's net worth is. Has My best guess, like 400 million. I mean, like something that's like, holy crap. Yeah. Like big, big number, right? Like it's not a $2 million company. I mean, it's yeah. not a billion dollar company either, but like it's... It's millions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at what it's, affiliate it's, it's fees would be. It's hundreds of millions. Get, with, safe, safe to say that. With no real overhead. Correct. I mean, just some salaries for what, 50 people? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Now, I think what that, what, when Glassman decided like, no, I don't like this. I'm going to reshape it. I think it was an awareness for some people of like, dude, he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if that really hit a lot of people until that point of like, oh, if he decides to change this thing. Yeah. No one's stopping him. Or if he decides to go off the wall someday, like no one's stopping him. I literally remember, which I don't know if I had shared this with you over text the other night, but when we rebranded from CrossFit Rewired to Rewired Fitness Co. and decided we're going to stay an affiliate, but it's going to be on the back end. We'll be under the scenes. We just, I want to keep that connection for a number of reasons. Uh, I remember saying to our gym at our six-year party when we had – you know, I made the announcement and like the logos on the wall and explained to people, here's what we're doing. Here's why this lines with our values. This is where we're going. This is who we are. Uh, I'm not going to like put a fork in CrossFit, but I want to put a fork in the prospects image of CrossFit. Cause I don't think it lines up with who we are. Mm-hmm. And like people got it. And like, we didn't, to be perfectly honest, people listen, we lose a single member over it. It was more of like, okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I get it. So like, we're not really changing what we're doing in the gym. We just want to change kind of how we're presented. And I'm like, yeah, like, there you go. It's a pretty good explanation. But I remember saying that night, it also makes me nervous that CrossFit is as big of a company as it is. And it's owned by one guy that maybe he just comes out someday and like he gets in the news and like he beats someone up or he has a drug addiction or he's a pedophile or like some horrible thing. Right. We talked I mean, we talked about I'm, that specifically. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like it's happening, well, <laughs> which this, is yeah. sad. Like I don't want to make fun of that. But I'm like, that, like. There's a reason why most companies that large have a board and become public. And, like, you don't get to just call the shots because you're the main guy. Yeah. I remember talking about that with you because it was was right around all that Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Totally. And and so the context that we had is uh, what if it comes out that he's a rapist? Exactly. Right? And you're like, well, we can't be associated with him anymore. Exactly. It literally happened, but, you know, he's a racist. Correct. Correct. It's sad. And not, you know... Not good, but like, I mean, there's a reason why a lot of companies that large aren't run by one individual. Mm-hmm. Even if they're extremely talented, they have a board to answer to. They have investors to answer. I don't know. Anyways, but I think that was, a, that's in my mind, isn't necessarily where this started, but it is where I think a lot of people became aware of like, oh my gosh, Glassman could just decide to go a crazy direction someday and we're all going to be like, we have no say in it. Fast forward, I'm going to skip several steps, but like with COVID, 15,000 CrossFit affiliates worldwide, the vast majority of which were shut down temporarily, some still even are, Mm -hmm. businesses at risk. And like in my position as an affiliate owner, I felt like we were doing what a lot of affiliates decided to do of, hey, we're going to give you guys our equipment. We're going to do at-home training. We're going to tell you, like, here's what our plan is. Here's what the government's saying we can do. Here's what we're going to do to take care of you. Some even went as far as we do, which I intentionally started to do, like, here's literally where your money is going towards. Here's what we're doing to take care of. Like, 
just stepping up as owners to talk to our members to say like, here's what we're doing. And there was none of that from CrossFit HQ to the owners. And I'm, I'd consider myself a guy that's like, I have very low expectations of my relationship with CrossFit HQ. I pay three grand a year to use the name. It's a lot of marketing power. Uh, it's intentional. It's a year by year decision whether or not we stay affiliated. <clears throat> but I've chose to for a multitude of reasons. And like at that point, I was like, well, dude, what are we like? What are affiliates paying you for? Like, why aren't you saying what you're doing? Yeah. What's our money going towards? Are you like fighting legal battles for us? Are you at least going to help make some videos? Are you going to do it? And the two things that HQ did, okay, now there's some amazing people that work at headquarters. I'm not throwing them in this boat, but I'm saying this was Glassman's leadership did two things. Number one, the like support your local box, like kind of CrossFit open at home three week workout thing. But literally members had to like donate money and it would go back to the affiliates. So I'm like, okay, so you're literally just asking our members to like pay more. Yeah, right. Like, what, like how is that – how is headquarters doing anything to help us besides making low-quality videos that our dude can keep up with now? Like yeah. I'm not impressed with that at all. I'm like actually pissed. Yeah. I'm not going to promote that. I'm not going to go ask my members to go donate more so that we can ha- like get some of their funds because CrossFit HQ is not going to help out the affiliate. Like mm-hmm. I'm not on board with that. Second – and this is one that I think started – started a little more sizzle for owners hq and glassman specifically extremely quiet during the entire covid situation which is still ongoing but at its peak specifically prior to george floyd's death when it had clearly taken up all the news media every day day in and day out that's the only thing that was being talked about glassman gets on and makes a seven ish minute video and his position was essentially well, you should have listened to us a long time ago and you wouldn't have got COVID. Like the most arrogant, and not everyone maybe took it that way, but I did have like, okay, you're a global brand that literally has an option to a solution to help preventable disease. Mm -hmm. And you do so through community and fitness and outreach. And like, you've reached every country in the freaking world with fitness and you've changed the scene forever. Go like share that awesome story of how like you've kept people healthy and how CrossFit helped change the fitness scene forever and how affiliates are welcoming and inviting and like they'll help you so that you don't have to put yourself as at risk to diseases like this. Like go share that story. Don't share that I told you so. See, we've been right all the time. Yeah, right. I'm like that's not the play A, your affiliates want to make because that's not our position. B, that's the most arrogant thing you could possibly say as opposed to being like we want to help. Here's what we're going to do. I got super pissed when I saw that video. Uh, Then it goes quiet for a little bit. George Floyd's death happened, which to be very clear and upfront on this episode, racism has been around forever and ever and ever and ever. We'll call it that, right? Even in our very own country, we have a very dark history with racism. But specifically in this time and in this season, George Floyd's death was the big catalyst Mm -hmm. to Black Lives Matter movement, to rioting, to, you know, to prostitute, to a lot of things that have happened. That was kind of like the, the like spark that that blew it up. Right. Mm -hmm. And most global brands at that point became vocal about, yeah, this is a real problem and we want to help be part of the solution Mm -hmm. to simply like 
blackout Tuesday and posting on Instagram a completely black square or making a post about like we aren't going to stand up for racism and here's where we stand on it. And be that as it will, some people could look at that and say that's just marketing and taking advantage of the situation. You, you could also say, well, that's, you know, that's good for those companies to do that. However you interpret that, it's your own interpretation. But of all the major global brands, it sure seemed like CrossFit was one of the only ones that I could find, at least on my own Instagram, did that nothing. didn't say a single thing. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, dude, at this point, the prospect's eye and like the culture's eye is if you're not going to say where you stand, we're going to assume you're racist. Mm-hmm. Whether that's fair or not, I don't know. I don't know if I even have an opinion on that. But what it does say is like, why in the world would you not want to talk about how CrossFit has become a global brand that's reached X amount of countries? It has a play, a very fair playing field where it doesn't matter what your ethnicity is or your religion or your background or whatever, like you get a fair shot. We get based on how we score in workouts. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're white. doesn't matter if you're black, brown, yellow, purple, green, orange, whatever. Like it's literally based on workouts and fitness. Mm-hmm. It's a very fair sport. Mm-hmm. And it's brought like countries together through fitness. It's brought like share some of the stories we have within CrossFit. I'm like, dude, you're in such a great position where like – as an affiliate owner, I'm like, CrossFit HQ, why in the world would you not leverage that story? Because it's a good one, and it's one that could actually help. Yeah. Like, like, I was so – like, why would you be silent on that? Yeah, exactly. Especially a whole brand that – I mean, its main marketing selling point is community. You know, it brings, it Bingo. brings people together. Bingo. You know, like, where, what other situations do you have something where, you know, you, you can go – to a CrossFit gym and there will be a group of people who are all friends that can be a college student, a cop, a teacher, a, you know, veteran, a waiter, you know, a lawyer and a dentist and, you know, like a construction guy, right? Completely different walks of life on a day-to-day basis, but they all come together in unity in the gym, right? And a CrossFit gym specifically is where that that started and Mm -hmm. where you started to see that, you know, different ages, you know, I've had, I've had, I mean, some of my best friends that I made through CrossFit are like twice my age. Yeah. I never would have talked to that person probably, mm-hmm. you know, except for that situation. One of my best friends was, was in my wedding. Mm-hmm. He's old enough to be my dad. And yeah. I met him through our first CrossFit gym out in Seattle. Love it. You know, and it just like, and, you know, and he completely different walks of life too. You know, he's yep. like a creative guy, works in like, worked in this little firm out in Seattle, but we became good buddies just because we were mm-hmm. united by this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like the no-brainer, right? Like, why would you not yep. go into how inclusive you are, especially when you know, like this this issue has has become a public eye. Totally. So majorly totally. in the last week. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just such a polarizing individual. And here's the thing too: is it's, it's so unfortunate. Is it's not the brand at all. It's just it's just one person. Exactly. You know, like even look at a lot of the big names in the brand. You know, like like Jason Cleef, like Ben Bergeron, you know, even, even like Rich Roning, right? Like they're, they're super smart people mm-hmm. who are like all pretty well known for like, you know, bringing people together and, and yep. like, like making connections, that sort of stuff. But, you know, there's the one guy up front who's kind of just the scab. Yep. You know, he makes everybody look bad. Yep. And it's super unfortunate because, I mean, there's, there's people who have dedicated their lives to this brand, to this sport. Mm-hmm. And... 
now that means nothing all of a sudden. Like there's people training for the games that are coming up in the next couple months and that doesn't exist anymore. Well, I mean, it will maybe, but nobody's going to go, right? And, I, and man, even, it's going to be crazy. It, even if it does go, like honestly, if it does go on, they probably shouldn't go because then you're supporting this person. Right? I'm really curious to see what happens with the games. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've already seen people dropping out left and right. Big, um, big names big, dropping big names. out. Yeah. yeah, Matt Frazier. I mean, <laughs> like all the daughters. Yeah. Um, I've seen people posting about, you know, like leaving staff. Noah Olson, Jason, Chandler Smith. Yeah. Jason Kalipa posted that the NC Fit's no longer going to be involved. Ben Bergeron. Yep. Um, I mean, who's <laughs> like All everyone. the big ones yeah. at this point. Like, I mean, some of the very, very large brands. But on top of that, so you have athletes that are really the face of the sport whether you really connect CrossFit to games athletes or not, there's still some amazing, great vocal voices, faces. Like when you think of CrossFit, right, you're like, yeah, Froning and Frazier and Cleveland. Like, yeah, even if people aren't into the games now, if those people hadn't been around six or seven years ago, CrossFit totally. would not be where it's at now. 100% true. Because all the people that were nuts enough to be doing it yep. six years ago, seven years ago, they were doing it because they're like, dang, those people are awesome. Yeah. Before it was super mainstream yeah. and everyone was competing you know and now as it sort of come back around it's not quite as well known mm-hmm. but i mean i remember going to crossfit games parties back when it you know 2013 and like the whole gym would be there oh yeah everyone knew everybody it was just a, like just a different sort of client yeah and now not that not the clients now are bad it's just that clients now aren't i don't know it's not purely ex-college athletes who need a correct <laughs> competitive yep. outlet like yeah. it used to be right well, and you have, on top of the games athletes being very vocal about it, uh, which happened fast and ferociously. Yes. I mean, if you've been on Instagram and you follow any games athletes, Sunday, like June yeah. 7th or whatever, yeah. it, it was a hot topic. Mm-hmm. But you also have Reebok saying we're not going to continue as a sponsor. Um, you have Rogue stepping in saying we're not going to continue with this. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know... Initially, the the small spheres, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I mean as far as public reach, the like CrossFit affiliate owners group is heated for like a day, and then you get to like the morning chalk up talks about it, and then you get to like you know some like online forums, and then you get to like CNN's talking about it. I'm like, okay, it's big now. Yeah. Like now, now it's out there. Of like, if CNN's actually talking about this, this just went very, very, very large. But also, it's now to people that might not have any or potentially a bad perspective of CrossFit mm-hmm. if it's in CNN's hands. Exactly. And that's going to be even worse because they have yes. no context. Now, now their context is CrossFit is for people who want to hurt themselves and are racist. Mm-hmm. You know, that is the... Pretty easy to send that story out <laughs> given is, these yeah. circumstances, right? Yeah. And, I mean, we know that's not true, but it's not like we can explain that, Uh, you know, at least in our sphere. So it's interesting to me of, like, I think the big question right now, there's a few. One, will Glassman actually step down and let CrossFit as a brand and as a business and as a very large company be ran by anyone other than him? I feel like most people would wager to say no. No way. I think he'll let it burn to the ground. (laughs) Which is sad, like, for so many reasons. But there's also some potential with that of, right now, 
And I, I think like kind of where I would probably stand as an affiliate owner is where like I think a lot of affiliate owners probably between kind of where I'm at or fur- further disgusted with it. Like I'm extremely pissed off and upset at Glassman's comment. That's racist. That's wrong. I hate, hate that he made that. That does not line up with my business. That doesn't line up with our values. Doesn't line, and I don't want to be associated with that. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, I have no tolerance for that, right? To, I think where I'm going to spot, like, I can recognize that, like, Glassman's the problem right now. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the actual company of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, I'm like, so the 50-some people working for him that are, like, some seriously talented individuals, like if, if they're sitting there, like all we need is a different leader. All we need is like, we need like, we need someone to like come in and fund this new company that we can rebrand and call it something different and move on. And like, I'm like, great. That's an awesome option. Like you've got a team, you've got a major market demand for it. You've got the potential for like a complete reposition of like CrossFit dies, but you know, fire fit or we joked earlier like fit cross i don't know it's like some you know some pseudo name of crossfit like rebrands and everyone moves that direction i'm like that's one option but that is a massive switch yeah and it'd be a a heavy undertaking too huge i mean like to be born from a business perspective right in order for a business to run you need cash flow and the cash flow for CrossFit is affiliate fees. Mm-hmm. And if a new business isn't going to have those, where's it going to come from? Right. You'd have to have a leader that has pretty heavy pockets that's willing to sort of carry that. And they have, a, have to have a pretty clear vision about what their final objective is. Um, whether it's like a health and fitness brand, mm-hmm. I don't know if that would necessarily work anymore. Because all the gyms that are going to survive this... You know, they're going to develop their own brands. They're going to have to to survive. Yeah. So essentially what you'd have to do is create like a complete third party that people could opt into. And I mean, I think personally that the best way to do that would be to focus on making it competitive, Mm. right? So, you know, it's basically if you were to create like a neutral CrossFit games that wasn't associated with CrossFit and that was just like, you know, like the world fitness championships or something, um, and people could train for that and it just happens to be very connected to CrossFit gym, gyms mm-hmm. and people like train at CrossFit gyms for that, or I guess ex CrossFit gyms for that, but that would be the way to do it. Um, now they have something similar to that, but it has not exploded. I have three. So they had like grid league and then kind of that died and was not really reborn, but repositioned. I have three that like James Fitzgerald has been a big part of founder of OPEX deep roots in the mm-hmm. origination and launching of CrossFit. But I think there's too big of a disconnect there. A little bit. Yeah. You know? he, he's kind of like the, it's funny when I was saying that he was kind of the guy I was thinking of though, as like that kind of person that would need to step up. Right. Correct. You know, cause he's been very successful. You yeah. know, he has some money in the bank and he's made an effort. He has enough interesting competition to try and get CrossFit into the Olympics or at least functional fitness yeah. into the Olympics. Um, you know, even though he has his OPEX brand, which is a little bit different, it has a little different business model than the mm-hmm. CrossFit class model. Um, you know, somebody though that like that, like, that's like that, that is driven by how can we make this a standardized competitive format that yep. is not brand dependent, yep. you know, which is exactly what he's done, would have to be who comes in. Yeah. Um, I wonder, so in my mind, I agree with you on that, on like some company out there 
that's tied to the games mm-hmm. has got to be looking this as like, oh, we're going to go make the new CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. Like a company like Reebok or a company like Rogue. Rogue is a big one. And right? I'm like, dude, Rogue's Invitational that they pulled off awesome. was better filmed and produced than the CrossFit games last year. Way better, yeah. Ask any spectator that watched it over like live or whatever that Not was. Not only that, but like the marking to it. They have like all the stories. Like Killer. It was awesome the stuff. the legends category yeah, of like I, the og I, crossfitters thrown yeah. down dude I, I can't say i ever got excited about masters yeah i'm sorry masters it's just not that interesting to me but then when they have the legends right that's that like, was epic that's like you know the wwf and the rock comes back like yes. you know if you, yes. if you grew up with that at all yeah. like you have some interest in yep. that you know but all of a sudden to see like kalipa and pneumatics and all these yes. guys matt chan coming back yes being together that's loved it great yeah so I had like a company like Rogue. I mean, if they if they step in and just the game side of CrossFit, they're like we've we've got it. Like come our direction. I feel like that almost be seamless. Yeah. I think there'd be enough athletes being like, we trust you, we trust your position, we trust your brand. You're tested. Mm-hmm. You're a great company. We you pulled this off before. You've got a, enough wherewithal with the market, but you also have enough like skill set to actually go pull something off like that totally and probably do a really good job yeah and be able to be it's always nice being the second guy to market because you're like okay we're gonna fix this this you this see what this. all they did wrong <laughs> yeah and not only that rogue but you also i know you guys are listening to this very big podcast yeah you also have the perfect platform to be marketing all of your awesome new workout Done. gear it just makes sense. It's Done. the perfect marketing tactic. And that's why I feel like as an affiliate owner, I'd rather see a company like Rogue step up than a yeah. company like Reebok. Oh, yeah. I don't want a company like Reebok to be like, all your train, all your coaches have to wear Reebok gear when they coach. Yeah, exactly. F that, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, do what right. I want, dude. But like for Rogue, I'd be like, yeah, you already, for you're, lack of a better term, you own the market. Yeah. Your, your, your company is actually pretty awesome though. Like you make great stuff. You're trusted. Yeah. You're American. You're like, there's all these things that I'd like, I'd get behind that in a heartbeat. Well, and, and they're like kind of the gold standard for workout gear too, yes. right? Like, you know, everyone, everyone says, oh, we can get this from Rogue. But if you can't afford that, you Correct. can get the budget brand. Correct. But like the, the Rogue has, has the good stuff. Correct. Um, and I think that's kind of universally accepted yep. by, you know, especially functional fitness yep. gyms. So that, I, I think we're probably on par with that of like, yeah the game side of CrossFit, I don't think that's going to die, but oh man, is it going to reposition? I don't know, man. Cause I, I, honestly, I think it might cause who's going to lead it. Like, I mean, it was, it was Dave Castro, but the dude's got to make money too. And if he's not getting paid anymore by CrossFit, what's his incentive? He's going to just put it on for charity. I mean, he's, a, he's a weird dude. He might do that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the first year at the ranch might have been but, for charity. But, but yeah. even then, he's going to yeah. have to rebrand it. And then, yeah. you know, he's going to have to go to all of the games athletes who make anybody care about that and be like, it's exactly the same, but it's different. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'd be, it would be a hard, hard sell. Yep. Um, so. Do you think there's enough of a demand in the market that it'll happen eventually? I think it will eventually. Um, you know, in like competitive exercising, right? It's, yeah. it's gotten bigger and bigger. And you see it in like the uh, the different sectionals that they've had. Like Wadapalooza, you know, just keeps getting bigger every year. You Huge. know, some of those ones that have been around for a while, the Granite Games. Yep. They had like thousands of competitors on Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think there's definitely an interest in it because it's such a great low barrier to entry 
sport, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, like you can go, you can train for it. You can get to like a reasonably competitive level, like, you know, like, like competitive enough that you can compete with other people like yep. at your level. And it's mutually accepting of that, right? It's not like, you know, oh, I want to play casual soccer. It's like, cool. Well, you can play in an adult league and the skill level, even if you're in the C league, yep. it's going to be so widely varied because you know, one of the teams has like two husbands yep. who were super good, you know, and they played in college and like, that doesn't really exist in CrossFit. Yeah, right. Sandbag, but it's not quite the same. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think it'll, it'll come around. I think locally it will for sure. All the local comps I, for I, sure. I, I, don't, I don't see that going away. Yeah. But on like a national and like worldwide level, it's hard to say because that just requires so much capital to put on. Big, yeah. Yeah. You know, and who's going to pay for it? Um, I mean, that's the important thing with all this stuff is it comes down to the boring business questions. Yeah. Like, where does the money come from? Yeah, for real though. (laughs) You know? What's interesting, if we shift gears a little, what happens to the 15,000 affiliates? You know, like, right now, I don't know what the number is that is falling off, but it's very high. It's very significant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the bottom has not been hit yet. And it's not even close. Um, regardless of, you know, Greg throwing out an apology, uh, take that as you will. It won't matter. And that's, that's what's interesting. Like once you've said something like that, specifically when it like flies in the face of values Mm -hmm. of like decently good humans, like, no, we're not going to tolerate racism. Even if you said it jokingly, even if you made a mistake, even no, like, Mm -hmm. And we've even seen this already in the CrossFit world on a smaller level. CrossFit's super, in my opinion, globally open, accepting, welcoming, encouraging until you get caught for cheating. And they will crush you. Yeah. Like look at the games athletes that like tested positive for performance enhancing drugs or the people that got caught for like manipulating their videos to make their score look better. Yeah, like they're like excommunicated. Yeah is probably the best word of like, no, like we're all about love and encouragement, but like the moment you're caught for cheating in a sport where like that's clearly an advantage and we're training six hours a day and not using that stuff, you're dead to us. Yeah. And like, it's crazy. Yeah. There's been my whole careers that vented off that. Oh yeah. People that were quite popular athletes and they got caught cheating and then everyone hates them. Yes. Their entire fan base is gone. Yep. No respect anymore. Yep. And that to me, I'm like, this is – I'm not saying that performance enhancing drugs and racism are in any way the same wavelength, right? Like – but what I am saying is like I don't think Glassman will be forgiven ever yeah. by the CrossFit community. Yeah. And that like that to me means like, okay, so it either repositions, they get a – you know, Nikki Carroll steps in and is like – the new CEO, I don't know, like some reposition where like they restructure with a different face and a different message and most affiliates stay on board or the thing just like starts to slowly plummet to the ground and all these local affiliates uh, become their own independent brand, which in my mind, uh, and this is, you know, not related in some ways, but it is in others. Like we already did that a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, positioning ourselves to we want to be our own thing and self-made and like here's where we stand and we don't want to be so tied to CrossFit HQ of like if that gets to a point where you're like my values no longer line up with CrossFit HQ 
you got to figure out how to make your own brand and your own thing. You can't just be like, well, we're, which I think this might be what some gyms are jumping to way too fast. I'm pissed about that. I'm upset. So my knee jerk reaction is I'm going to de-affiliate, but they don't have any plan for like what that actually means as a business and as a tribe and as a community. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I get it. I'm with you that I'm furious at Greg. I'm anti-racist. I'm, I'm with you on that. But like, you got to make sure you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And if you're, true identity was a like i'm a diehard through and through kool-aid drinking crossfit gym and there is nothing wrong with that there's some great ones there's some wildly successful ones yeah there needs to be for sure but like if that's been you and you haven't developed your own brand you don't know how to do that you've just ridden on the tails of crossfit forever dude you got a lot ahead of you that's gonna hurt to learn yeah like so that, that's kind of my caution to the gym owner if there are some listening to this like did you better have a very clear understanding of who you are and where you're going and how you're going to make your business line up with that mm-hmm. you can't just be like i'm de-affiliating and i hope everything works out yeah i mean that that being said i think it's important to act fast true especially as stuff gets into the public sphere right? true um because you know if you if you are trying to sort of figure that out while you're still associated with it and people are you know, seeing you show up on Google and they're like, oh yeah, that's that racist company. Because most people don't understand that, you know, each individual gym is not necessarily connected to Correct. CrossFit HQ. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not going to do any favors. <laughs> so right. You need to, right. To move quick on this stuff, especially with social media, things move so fast. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just shocking, really, like the whole thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked that Glassman said something that, uh, could potentially end CrossFit as a business. Like, I'm just, I'm just shocked that it was something that was so stupid. Exactly, and like, like not even like like no thought behind that. It, it's like, come on, that was purely just to stir shit. Like, there's no best case reaction right. to that. Only bad out. Correct. What good could possibly yeah, come from you, that comment? You can, you can go None. like to any alternate universe, <laughs> and it's always a bad time. Yes. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. So it's interesting. I think like in my mind, what I've seen so far, and I could be wrong, but from my perspective, the gyms that have de-affiliated already, most of them are well-run, will have no problem being independent brands Mm -hmm. because they're like, yeah, we were kind of upset with some things in the past. This is like, oh no, we're done now. Like this sped it up for us. I think that's pretty popular right now. Um, I think for the gyms that never really saw themselves de-affiliating, mm-hmm. just kind of always thought they'd be a CrossFit gym. I think they're in the zone right now of like they feel stuck. Yeah. Of like, well, I don't, uh, I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what happens. And it's sudden enough now. I mean, we're only a few days removed from I the know. comment of like for that much fallout to happen that fast, I don't think it's slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, no kidding. It's got to be such a quick change. Man, how many how many things in one year can happen where you have to suddenly redesign your whole business in like a three-day span? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, like, 2020 was yeah. like... That's supposed to be one of those things that like you look back on your 30-year career and you're like, yeah, this one time this crazy thing happened and we had to pivot and almost yep. lost the company in three yep. days. It's like, well, now it's happened twice in a matter of three months. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... It just, yeah, I'm it just also at the point, though, where I've decided I'm no longer going to say, 
Like, well, yeah, but like 2020 is going to get a little more normal soon. Like, I've just said I'm not going to say that anymore because it just keep like, it's just getting a little crazier. Yeah, it just seems that way. And, it, and not everything just seems atypical. I don't right. know, Madison and I were, we were working out at lunchtime today. It's so windy today. And we're like, has it always been this windy? Or is this year just like suck? Just extra windy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, is my car always driven like yeah. this? Or is it 2020? Yeah, yeah. right? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's interesting. I think um, I think for the person listening that's wondering, like, so what's going to happen to, like, what's going to happen to CrossFit? I think you got to have a really good understanding of many people listening that are, are just gym goers mm-hmm. at a CrossFit gym, okay, which is what makes this whole thing work anyways. Mm-hmm. Their association to CrossFit is not really going to change. Mm-hmm. Meaning like your gym that you love to go to and the type of programming that it is and the type of welcoming community and culture that it is and the coach you see and the place you like, that's not going away. Yeah. That might fly under a different name. Mm-hmm. That might, you know, it, it might have a little bit of shift here and there, but like that part's not going to die. Mm-hmm. I could say this with a great amount of confidence. Like CrossFit could literally come out tomorrow and say like, there is no company anymore. Mm-hmm go figure out how to be self-independent businesses. I've, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose an ounce of sleep over that. Nor do I think a lot of gym owners are. Um, I think it'll be a harder learning curve for some that aren't as prepared for this necessarily. But like, trust me, NC Fit's not going to like, they're not going to struggle because CrossFit's going away. No, no you know, nobody like, that caliber. It's the smaller ones, right? But that, that, that's kind of a good good point, though. And I think that it's important for gyms and for coaches not to realize that just because this situation has happened and it's kind of tainted, I guess, what they've stood for, um, you know, your ability to help people and to educate people and to, you know, change people's lives is no different than it was right. before, you know, like squat's still going to get people stronger, yep. you know, eating right's still going to, you know, help people lose weight. Um, you know, people are still going to be able to, to make change to their bodies. Just that, you know, now it's going to need to be under a different umbrella mm-hmm. and whether you want to embrace that or not, I yep. guess that's up to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I it just funny. It just makes people think about, you know, the best way to, best way to do that. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that, I think for a lot of people, what they're going to realize is maybe they didn't really need it all along. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. if, if gyms have been around for a little while and they have some sort of, um, you know, following or a consistent client base. Who knows how long that, that CrossFit brand has really been helping them. Right. You That's know? very true. I think like, even for a gym like Rewired, mm-hmm. um, who's... You know, you have two in the past. You had two different types of CrossFit gyms: apologetic CrossFit gyms and unapologetic CrossFit gyms. Mm-hmm. And to listener, what I mean by that's like apologetic CrossFit gym. We'll say from 2015 to 2019 was a CrossFit gym that was like, or a CrossFit gym, but like we're not. You know, not everyone's trying to go to the games at our gym. It's not full of like everybody has the exact same neon shorts and knee sleeves and wrist wraps and like a $200 bag full of $400 worth of gear that they bring to every single class with them and like sits at home and watches YouTube videos of Rich Froning day in and day out. Like that, like drinking the Kool-Aid CrossFit. And I'm not, I'm, I'm playing up a character. I'm not making fun of that, but I'm helping the listener understand that. You have like the, 
apologetic of like we're we're not that like mm-hmm. we're everyday average people like we we're not gonna get you hurt and watch dan bailey 4v1 correct like <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't you know we have a life outside of the gym right and then you have the other side it's like uh unapologetic crossfit of like no like we're tried and true crossfit programming like we lay on the end of our backs at the end of all workouts we're like uh, there is a dog on the floor. There's chalk everywhere. It's a dirty warehouse. It's a, like both of those are great models. Yeah. They're needed in this market. And I'm like, even in a sea like Spokane, I'm like, you should have both of those mm-hmm. without a doubt. Like they're both good. You just got to kind of know which one you are. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting to me right now is moving forward. Um, I think the gyms that have been apologetically CrossFit, which I would say we were for a long time. It's part of why we rebranded. Like, I don't really line up with all of those things. I want to go this direction. I see some white space. Let's go play there. Um, I think they'll move there much faster and potentially smoother. I think the gyms that are unapologetically CrossFit of like their tried and true CrossFit gym, I think they're going to have a harder time switching over if CrossFit like comes to a plummet as a business mm-hmm. and they have to become their own independent thing. Yeah. Cause that can get, I don't know. It can get hard when the water is very muddy yeah. in understanding what your brand really is when your identity dies. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You're training like that for what now? Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no reason to necessarily do that anymore. Yep. Um, the, the games, the games stop anyway. But, so, I mean, I, yeah. I think like, you know, like even in a city like Spokane, for all the affiliates that we have in our area, like they could completely be fine. You just got to know like, okay, are you going to drop affiliation uh, or are you not? Uh, do you know exactly who your brand is and what you stand for? And can you survive with or without CrossFit in your name? Like that's a big part of it of like you got to know exactly who your brand is and what you're doing and what your message is. And like I don't think in my mind – that all prospects everywhere are going to associate CrossFit with racism. I think this was probably a story that got out there really fast. That's really bad of like right now CrossFit's going to be from a brand perspective. Oh, that's racist from the prospect's mind, Mm -hmm. which our leader said a very racist comment. So that's a fair assumption from the prospect. Mm -hmm. But I also look at like, the story that we get to paint when we become our own brand or CrossFit HQ starts to fade away and disperse, like we're in the position of like, well, dude, yeah, but the affiliates aren't just all going to close. Like we're going to figure out how to make this thing work. We survived or are surviving COVID. Like we got people to take care of. We have a brand. The demand for fitness isn't going away. A lot of the global gyms aren't even open yet. Like like, there's all these positions of like, we're in a spot. We just got to be very clear and like, knowing who we are and telling our story and kicking ass at what we already do. Yeah. That's where I'm like for the local affiliate, I'm like, Oh, I got nothing but hope in the world. You just mm-hmm. need to be okay. If CrossFit dies. Yeah. Well, and then even if that's true that, you know, it doesn't stick around as being kind of the, the legacy of, of CrossFit for a lot of people. I mean, if you, people do decide to keep the CrossFit name, they got to understand there's going to be that skeleton in the closet. Yes. You know, so if down the line, people go in there Googling your gym and, you know, up with Google pops this, yeah. you know, this article from CNN about how the CrossFit CEO is racist, you know, even if that's years down the line from that, mm-hmm. if that happens and you're still associated with them, it's going to hurt you. Yep. You know, guaranteed. Yep. Right. That's why whenever these sort of things happen, everyone's so quick to jump ship. 
especially when it's such a such an issue that I mean, twenty twenty. It's a no-brainer, right? Come on. <laughs> Who the fuck is still racist? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm with you. You know, but it's just like you're either with them or you're against them. Yep. There's no gray space anymore. Yep. yep. So. Yeah, and I think like... I look at the amount of affiliates I've had the ability to interact with, network with, meet with, talk with, know. Like some pretty awesome people own and run and operate CrossFit gyms. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's like, I absolutely hate what Glassman said. I also look at this as a unique opportunity of like, if we can actually change the narrative though, it's on us. It's on the actual affiliate to change the narrative. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if we can get that message out of like, no, we're actually highly inclusive uh, and the exact opposite of racist. And like, where no matter where you're located or where you are, like if you belong to that, which I think most affiliate owners are in that mindset, like let's go change that narrative and Greg can get in the way of that. There's, there's the answer right there mm-hmm. that you just, you know, right. So maybe the way this goes is instead of having a central figure that leads everything, you know, it's kind of like the NFL where there's, everyone's like a, mm-hmm. a franchise that all buys into it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, maybe that's, that's the way that this sort of goes going forward is, you know, the, uh, the people who are interested in that and are sort of higher up in that potentially facilitate like a union, I guess, mm-hmm. of all the different gyms and they sort of figure out their standards and, and how to sort of build a higher brand based off yeah. that. Good work. One year from now, when we look back at what we're talking about right now, oh, man, good question. where do you think we'll be seeing? We'll kind of close with this for everybody listening. Like a year from now. I'm assuming 2020 only lasts one year. <laughs> but I was about to say, yeah, so this year, this is assuming that the asteroid strike on September 16th doesn't happen. Heard I mean, it here first. Heard it here first. Dinosaurs are coming back. Asteroids are falling. Yellowstone's like, already vibrating, man. Killer bees. I mean, like, so much chaos. Wow, so much chaos. But assuming a year from now, we're in a, you know, a little bit more clarity of a spot as a country and as you know everything but assuming we're a year from now what do you think it'll look like on the crossfit scene i think that there will be some semblance of a competitive Mm -hmm. aspect to it again um i think for 2020 the crossfit games will not happen i Mm. think that they are gone um you know covid put a big dent in that with all the the sanctional stuff but then you know this really was the nail in the coffin um, I think there will be some aspect to it of a competitive side, whether that is an actual higher CrossFit games or that's purely just the individual sanctionals that were quite large. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we were just like, instead of all of the, like the CrossFit games, if there was just like a, a league that started or, you know, it's kind of like how it is in Strongman, right? Like you go to the different events and you travel around. So a person will go to Waterpalooza and yep. the Rogue Invitational and the Granite Games and the champion is whoever has the most points from all those. Yep. I could see something like that because that would be very easy for somebody yeah, to escape with. It's already with, built in. Exactly. Yeah. With no initial money. Um, but besides that, I think that the brand on a local level will go away. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's going to exist through the end of the summer. So honestly. instead of like ABC CrossFit, you're going to see like ABC Fitness. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You're going to see come up with some snappy acronym yeah. competitive yeah. exercising yeah 
Just don't steal the name Rewired Fitness Co. or our logo. Yeah, uh, definitely don't steal the logo. My wife worked very hard on that. She did. It's really good. Yep. Um, I, I think on the game side, I think I'm with you. I think the already built-in structures are in a position where they're like, we'll do something about this. Actually, on a side note, on the game side of things, yeah, 2020 likely not no. happening, right? Uh, maybe even wouldn't happen if, if Glassman had not had a Twitter account. Like It was planned for August. It was. They were at the ranch, and they basically just picked all their favorites, yep. which, is, which is fine. That's what everybody wants to see anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I can see like like the Wadapalooza, Granite Games, Rogue Invitational, Dubai, like some of these yeah. big sanctional names, right? Literally making a global stand mm-hmm. where they're like part of our proceeds are going to go to Black Lives Matter. Of like we were so disgusted with our former face of the company that died mm-hmm. and here's literally where we stand. We want to help show that fitness is for everybody. I, like to me, I'm like, go do that. Like go no change brainer. the narrative. Yeah. Because it's that's actually how your CrossFitters and affiliates and owners and people that actually make up this community feel. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, trust me, we'd get behind that like a hundred percent. I'd be like, I'm proud to be a part of that community. Mm-hmm. I think on the game side, that's where that's where I would say I think a hundred percent on the affiliate side. I think it'll be a very fast bleed like it is right now, mm-hmm. and then a slow fallout. Um, I, I bet 50% of the affiliates are gone <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Like, next yeah. few weeks, honestly. It's been so... And then, like, you know, even... Like, like, like not only because of, like, the people who are so openly doing it on social media, but, I mean, a lot of people they're doing it are so influential. Yes. You know? And, and I mean, if, if anybody honestly owns a cross gym and they don't know any of these people and they're not influenced at all by any of them... I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm very like, impressed. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you own a CrossFit gym and you, you know. And you, and you really don't care yeah. what Ben Bergeron and Jason Kalipa think? Wow, okay, that's Props. cool. Props. I mean, they, they, yeah. they know their stuff and you yeah. think they're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. You know, I, I think nobody else knows. 50% in the next few weeks is, oh boy. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we'll, we'll you never might, see a, you might not a be wrong, honestly. Like, yeah, we'll never see a number, unfortunately. Correct. Um, we will never see a number. But, I mean, I don't know. I think the most shocking thing would if it would be if Greg Glassman came out and apologized. But honestly, I bet he, he goes and doubles down. Like, I just think he's that kind of person. He wrote, assuming it was him, a tweeted apology that right. was... I mean, it's not going to... Yeah. yeah, it was... Uh, you're recognizing that you messed up. Like it's kind of too late. CrossFit's about to excommunicate you. It's kind of like when it's an athlete got popped for performance enhancing drugs and then they make like the world's worst public apology ever. It was kind of like that. Uh, well, everyone else was cheating. Like, you know, know, like one of those. So, um, I think like for us even, um, we're in a position where we had already rebranded and I feel like we do have a lot of brand clarity, but like I'll also continue to share a message of like, no, this is legitimately where we stand. Our affiliation's up in like September and I need to probably think about this a little more, but like you asked me right now, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to resign. Mm-hmm. Like we're good where we've already been going our own direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know why we would continue it. There's more just logistic stuff of like, okay, you got to make sure all your staff's still insured mm-hmm. if they were all L1 or L2 people. Like, but now I have some months to get ready for that, which yeah. is helpful. Yeah, that's true. You know, assuming yeah. certifications are still available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, true. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, 
to recap, if I could kind of throw this out there, my hopes, I think what most people actually enjoy about the day in and day out of CrossFit, like going to the gym or the programming or the community or the coaching or the relationships, the lives being changed like that, I actually think that's going to grow. Mm -hmm. And it's probably going to grow partly because CrossFit HQ got out of the way. Yeah. Like that's kind of my hope to like the person listening to this of like the the what people actually love about CrossFit, not talking about the games, but like the actual like going to the gym and like changing your life and being around people that are trying to do the same thing, like mm-hmm. that's not about to die. Not at all. I actually think that's gonna grow. Um but the business of CrossFit might literally just plummet and be done with before we know it. Yeah. So unfortunately, yep. I think that's a real reality and it sucks, but you know what? Like, uh, you don't get to make comments like that and keep a company around. No, you know, that's wrong. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help support a company like that. So yeah. There you go. And I mean, even in the past when people would make off color things and you know, they would kind of be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Not right now. I don't think so. You know, that, no, that, that, no, that, that definitely. That time is, is behind us. You know, it's, it's the time of, you know, people being being more aware of all that sort of stuff. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All gone. But, yep. Well, yeah. this, was, this was a good one, man. Um, any closing thoughts for anybody? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I think we covered that pretty well. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a, it's just a crazy situation because it's something that, I don't know, I've, I've loved for a long time. For sure. And one one man's stupidity it's gonna be gone it's it's is what it is it's kind of mind-blowing the more i sit here and think about it yeah but hey guys appreciate you tuning in uh thank you mike for coming on this episode i hope you guys are doing well i want to give a shout out to all the other affiliate owners kind of waving through what this looks like for them if you get comments questions concerns man i'm a Uh, collaborative mindset type of guy. So in an abundance mindset type of guy, if you want to reach out, hit me up. I'm happy to help navigate any questions you might have on how to build your own brand and get away from the CrossFit brand. Um, To the listener out there, man, I don't think what you enjoy about CrossFit is going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.